Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Live to Give Recap Podcast. I'm Naomi Calhoun, joining you once again to give you all the behind-the-scenes information about this season of Live to Give Fan First Famous First Favorites. We have an amazing panel with me today. I can't wait to talk to everybody about episode six. First up, we have, you saw her last week, but she's back for more. It's the blindside queen herself, Janaki. Janaki, how are you doing today, dear? Doing well. Thanks for having me back. I'm so glad you're here. And additionally, we have the host, the man of every hour of TV that we get to watch. We have Brandon Nelson. It is so nice to see you, Hi. my dear. How are you I'm, doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I love um. It's always fun to connect after and hear everyone's perspectives and um, bring it kind of back around to what we do this for. So I'm excited. Thanks for having me again. And uh, yeah. I cannot wait to get into it. And we have the lovely uh, eliminated player of this episode. We have Macy. How are you doing tonight, Macy? Good. It's real cold up here in North Dakota, as uh, <laughs> those Minnesotans probably know as well, but doing well other than that. Okay. I can't compare it's like 62 degrees in new york so i'm very sorry but wow. hopefully you can tough it out for this podcast um and finally we have ryan he's been safe so long it's ryan van Essen. ryan nice to see you how are you doing welcome to the show i'm doing good thanks for having me i'm excited to talk about the season so far you got your shirt on and everything man i'm a fan you gotta you gotta stay a fan for life <laughs> I know. I can't believe I haven't worn my shirt yet. I keep forgetting that that might be an appropriate piece of attire to bring to the program. Well, guys, tonight, I am so excited. We're going to talk about episode six. We're going to get into all of the happenings, the attempted maybe blindside of Janicki that just turned into an elimination of Macy. Um, but to start off, Macy, I want to ask you how you got involved in Live to Give because you came on late to the game, your replacement for somebody. So could you talk to me a little bit more about how you got involved in Live to Give in the first place? Yeah, well, I had actually never heard of the event before until Brandon reached out to me and he said, hey, you know, we're both graduates of the University of North Dakota and we just had someone, uh, a former Survivor player, backed out. Um, and so he reached out to me, he says, are you willing to do this? And right away, I'm like, uh, no way in heck am I doing this? Um, but he kind of explained it a little bit, talked about how it's for charity. And I've always been a little bit of a fan of Survivor. So I talked to my family about it. And they were like, if you don't do it, we will. So um, that's kind of how I said yes to Brandon inviting me. And I'm glad I did. Amazing. Brandon, do you remember this? You you, you and Macy went to college together. Is this true? I didn't even know Macy in college. And for some reason, when you were following each other on Instagram, it's probably because North Dakota's population is like four. So, um, but then I just realized, like, the Miss North Dakota USA thing. And I was like, this works. This this works. Gary, Macy, perfect. I was like, let's, <laughs> let's see. And usually when you reach out, you don't really get a response. I would say, like, most of the time you reach out to people that you don't really know but macy was amazing and just super it was super simple and super i feel like quick and easy and yeah i was so happy that you rounded out the cast because i was like we don't have anybody so um yeah that's how it went down and i'm glad i did it and you were an amazing addition to this cast so thank you thank for you. uh <laughs> on board too with that for well, sure. I think a common theme this season was everybody who was on the famous tribe was saying, oh, I'm not really famous. But I feel mm -hmm. like, Macy, you were in the weirdest sort of spot because a lot of people had been on television or their family had been on television. But um, you had not been on television in a 
game related capacity. So what was that like for you? Uh, I also, was it funny to watch everybody else's videos back and say they also didn't consider themselves famous in any way? Yes, I thought that was weird. I was like, no, but I'm actually not famous. So <laughs> I did. That was kind of a theme for me throughout. Uh, they'd asked me how I felt about being on the famous drive. And I was like, um, you know, intimidated because a lot of these people have actually been on reality TV shows competing. And while I was on national television competing for Miss America, it's a little bit different um, than <laughs> what they did. And so definitely intimidating, but it was a lot of fun. And I was honored to be placed in that group, um, just having been Miss North Dakota. And so it was a lot of fun getting to meet some of those people that we see through the screen. Mm -hmm. And I want to know, uh, Ryan, for you, um, you guys were on the OG Green Tribe together, right? You and Macy? Yes, we were. Uh, so I want to know, like, what was it like to be with Macy and James as the famous group on your tribe? Because I thought that was such a great little combo of, of players. You have two really affable and friendly people and you're a fan of the game. Were you a fan of, I, I don't know if maybe you're a fan of pageants, but were you a fan of James? <laughs> uh, I was a fan of James. I had actually originally watched him on season two of Live to Give. So I was a, a fan from there first. And then I cheered him on when he was on Amazing Race. Um, so that was fun. And then, um, then it was fun getting to know Macy and the tribe um, I was, my first goal was kind of to figure out what did she know about this game? Was she, uh, aware of what survivor is and whatnot? And, um, just trying to figure out if she knew what she was doing or not. And <laughs> it was, it was actually kind of fun to try and figure it out because every once in a while I'd be like, she knows exactly what she's doing. And other times like, maybe she doesn't, and I'm not really sure. And, <laughs> Uh, it was uh, it was kind of fun to figure it out. Janicky, what's your theory? How much Survivor does Macy know? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think because we were just on that one tribe, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. So, and we honestly didn't really have too much conversation, especially even alone. Um, a lot of our conversation was with Daniel, which she was the closest with. So for me it was more i saw her as a threat than really being able to figure out her gameplay and it was it was what can i do because in my eyes they were kind of like that power couple so i had more of a focus on how can i break these two up you know and so you have to look at the pros and cons of okay if we keep macy you know, maybe over Daniel, or if we keep, you know, Daniel over Macy. So I didn't have that opportunity to really get to know Macy and figure out how much she knew about Survivor because we were in that pinch of, mm -hmm. okay, now we got to start strategizing right away. So, yeah, for sure. Oh, well, my question first to you, Brandon, is were you surprised at how uh, adept at the game Macy was? Because maybe I have to give you a lot of credit. You fit right in and you knew exactly how to play in the situations that you were put in. Brandon, was this surprising to you? Um, yeah, I it was, it was fun to watch, out. too, because it was like, I recruited her, I got her. It was, like, <laughs> so fun because you just never know, especially when, you know, I feel like so many people that come to Live to Save are such super fans. So, I mean, I know Macy, we had said, like, I know Survivor, and I was like, okay, perfect. And that was the extent of it. But then I started watching her play, and then I was like, 
Okay, she knows what she's doing. And then I really started at the swap, and then the Hannah thing happened, and I was like, okay, this she knows how to play. And then it's funny watching <laughs> footage, like looking back, and obviously not everything makes air, um, but people are so confused and half the confessionals talking about her because they're like, she's so smart, and she's so charming, and she's so like, but she said this, so I don't know if she knows what this <laughs> <laughs> So, no, literally what Ryan said, it's so funny, but no, she adapted. I mean, you were literally taken out because you were such a threat. So I think that speaks to itself, how good at the game you actually were. So It's definitely a little bit of a strategy, pretending like you don't know anything. And you even asked me, when he when he asked me to be on the show, he said, have you ever seen Survivor? And I was like, oh, a couple seasons here and there. He goes, well, you better watch some before you come. And I definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> Do you have a favorite season or, or player from Survivor that you've gotten to watch? Oh, yeah. Um, Parvati. I really answer. like how Great she answer. plays. Yeah, for sure. And I thought she should have won the, the season that I watched. <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> um, I think you have a lot of people who agree with you, first of all. Uh, well, Ryan, quick question to you. I want to know about you being a fan of Live to Give. I know where Janicky comes from. I know where Macy comes from. I want to know more about where you come from in terms of being a fan and being on this season. Because the fans are some of the most interesting casting decisions to me. You have to be so, like, you, you were a group of eight. So tell me about getting involved with Live to Give for you. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, so actually I'm, I think, second cousins or something with Brandon. Um, <laughs> we we <laughs> I should probably know, but uh, yeah, second cousins, uh, I think, is what it's called. Yeah. Um, but so we were friends on Facebook, but we hadn't really talked much in person. And I saw him posting all these Survivor things, and I was a fan of Survivor. And so I started watching. And it was season three. I started watching just because I saw the links on his Facebook, and that was it and watched it. I was like, this is awesome. This is so much fun. And so I just reached out and was like, hey, I've been watching these links that you're posting up and it looks like a blast and it looks like a ton of work. And I'd love to help you out and, you know, make make it a little bit easier on you. Um, so then the next year I ended up volunteering the whole weekend. I didn't know anybody there. Wow. Just rolled up and helped out the whole weekend. And, and then the next season I applied to play and here I am now. So that was kind of how I got started. And it. it was literally just a random uh, Facebook links. <laughs> so did you know uh, a lot about the people that you ended up on this season with? Because I, if you know, if I'd seen the way Janicki was blindsiding people, the way that Serena was playing, I would be like, oh, shoot, they're yeah. playing with me. How was that for you? Uh yeah, I was I was nervous a lot of people about a lot of people. I did a ton of research beforehand. I watched I rewatched all of the seasons, so I'd seen them all. I watched every show that everybody was on. I had notes on everybody. I had who people were working with. I had a, a list of notes of what tribe colors and everything. So for that um, trivia game, I knew almost all the answer most of the answers when I was up. I knew all those ones. Um, so I, I was a fan and I wanted to come in as a prepared fan. We had an extra year to prepare and I did not want to be the one who did not prepare. So I came ready. The, the one kid who studied in college. Well, Alex says, give a congratulations shout out to Ryan for his recent engagement. But Alex, don't yell at me in all caps. I'll say what I feel like. <laughs> Ryan, congratulations yeah, like, on your recent engagement. Thank Love you. Love that for you. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And I, I want to know Janicky. 
for you, especially it comes up in this episode, you and Daniel, your relationship. How did you feel knowing that people had watched you play, knew a lot about you? And not only that, Daniel is with you. And now he's on your tribe. How were you processing everything? Um, the biggest thing for me was I have to apologize to him and just make sure that he's aware and kind of explain to him why I made the move that I did. And in the, the episode, you know, he kind of had said, actually, I think it was the one before he's just like, I don't blame you at all for that. But it's still the process of still apologizing for it and kind of remaking that amends. Um, and then when we had to go to tribal, it, part of me felt like, that he still wanted to kind of get back at me for that. But I still had to keep making those conversations with him and really just keep having those conversations because the more I was with Daniel in conversations, the less time he had to be like throwing my name out. And I think really it only came out with Macy and I think maybe Angie and Elizabeth, but it was a very brief conversation. Um, but then that's when I kind of started throwing in that elder I, I cause elder didn't want Macy like doesn't, didn't want to vote Macy out, but I flipped it and started telling people, like I told Daniel, I was like, elder wants Macy out. <laughs> and so that's when Daniel started saying like elders gunning for you. Um, because I had a brief conversation with Daniel. And so I kind of flipped that, per that perception and kind of threw it on Macy just because I needed to figure out, you know, if I would have blindsided Daniel again, I think it would have just been <laughs> epic. <laughs> I mean, it would have been epic, but it would have, you know, even if it didn't work, you know, going this next episode, what, what, what is that going to do to my game? Because, you know, that could mean he's really mad at me now, you know. So if I could keep Daniel and we try to get Macy out, then I'm still kind of solidifying my apology to Daniel for blindsiding him in my first season. Mm. Yeah, it's tough, especially you're you're in these tribes. And I feel like you guys have you swapped a lot this season. And I felt like some people really try to call their swap shots. And, and I think that it's very smart to say, well, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if like they're going to switch again or we're going to stay here. And you should always plan for the staying here and not having the escape hatch of a swap. Uh, Macy, I have a question for you about Daniel because uh, losing Savannah was obviously very tough for you, but Daniel was somebody that you and Savannah had been on the original tribe with. I want to know for you, were those the people, I mean, we Ryan here, maybe James will comment. Who were you connecting with most on the original Green Tribe? And was it, you know, who ended up being your best buddies, Daniel and Savannah? Yeah, I definitely think it was Daniel and Savannah for who I was connecting with most. But I really connected with everyone on the tribe. Um, and so it was, it was hard to ever have to picture getting any of them out. Um, but it never had to come to that, thankfully. But then when it came to Savannah and everyone tossing her name around, you know, I think right away, Daniel was okay with that. Um, and then I'm like, you don't realize like that might be me next then. <laughs> and so we have to kind of look at how this plays out. You can't just vote someone just because you go with the flow. And so they were definitely my closest alliances and it helped that they were then on this new tribe with me, but, um, obviously didn't help enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon, you talked a lot this episode. I just kind of want to jump straight to it because Janicky, you were there. 
you talked a lot this episode, especially in Final Tribal, uh, Final Tribal, in the oh. Tribal, about yeah. how you were like, what are you guys doing? You're just making the easy vote. I'm yeah. curious from your perspective, like, is Macy the easy vote or are they dismantling a big, powerful group for Savannah, then Macy, and leaving only Daniel remaining? <laughs> Yeah, so I think, so when I was seeing it and I was, I mean, obviously I have literally at the event, I have 18 people at different camps like texting me and telling me all this info. So by the time I get to tribal, I'm like this locked and loaded brain full of information. Um, but all I saw from the most of it, it was like the green just got together and off go golf goes a duo so i was kind of like when the whole macy thing was happening and i was getting all this feedback from camp that it was actually chaotic at camp the round macy went um it was that she's on the like she's literally alone on the bottom i mean she has daniel but that's one person um so i was kind of at tribal like are the greens literally all gonna stick together and then i just remember calling people out because it was like they were talking like macy was already out of the game and i'm like it's like the number one rule in Survivor is like, you don't say that. I mean, luckily this time, this episode didn't come back to bite somebody, but like you never say someone's out of the game because the second you say that a target goes right onto your back. Um, so that's kind of a tribal. I was like, well, this is boring and predictable because it was boring and predictable. <laughs> and I like, you know, we wait two years to host this. You guys do your fundraising. So like, I'm ready to see like crazy stuff go down and it wasn't going down. So I was like, let's make it go. So who knows what'll happen next, but that's kind of mm -hmm. what I was feeling at that um, uh, <laughs> point of the game. And then I also felt bad that um, Brandon Bitter, we got out. <laughs> Angie says that you're bitter that you got out, that everyone oh, was voting up your favorite season five. It happens every season, you know how it goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and I also felt bad in general because after that swap, I feel like the challenges obviously weren't helping um, you guys and Savannah went home and then Macy went home. So I just felt bad in general. It was a rough couple rounds hosting. Um, so yeah. that's where I was at in that. But I, I'm not going to lie. The, the most curious part about it, which is so ironic that the Janicky Daniel thing got brought up, is I thought it would be a massive thing at the beginning. I was like, ooh, these two are back together. I'm like, Alex, what is going to happen? Because like that blindside on him in season three to this day is still probably one of the most brutal blindsides ever because they had been up all night and then they just flipped it within three seconds before tribal on him. And um, it was like 6 a.m. And I just remember being there like, dang, they really flipped it in like three minutes. So I thought he'd still be feeling some type of way, but yeah, I'm well, good on Janicky to fix that. So, Well, Janicky, my question to you is, uh, you're on the other side of this. Brandon says that you guys are boring for voting out Macy, but Macy wrote down your name. So I think <laughs> you know, that's, a moment, <laughs> that's a moment where Janicky, you're like, yeah, this sounds, this, I love boring, Brandon. I don't know what you're talking about. How was it for you and Elaine, especially because Elaine gets the other vote from Daniel this episode. Uh, I mean, for you, what were you thinking when you're sitting there and Brandon's lecturing you guys about how boring you're being? <laughs> I liked it, but... <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, I think we all went into that tribal very like stressed out. Like, so, but at that point when Brandon said we were boring, I think I just kind of threw it over my head because <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was just chaotic. Um, and I kind of figured that I would have had at least had a vote towards me. Um, I didn't, I honestly didn't, I was pretty confident that I wasn't going to go home, but I, I, 
did think that I was going to at least get a, maybe a vote or two. Yeah, thank you, Jorge. Boring and predictable. Um, well, I, let's jump back in time for a second because before that, there's hope that you guys might not lose. And then we go to the challenge. Um, this was quite the struggle. I mean, kudos to you guys for putting your whole heart into it, but uh, I feel like Jack could have just put a sandbag on each arm and like still been able to touch you, you know? It just was not gonna work in this challenge whatsoever. Does anybody remember how this challenge went for them or, or wanna talk about it? It was rough. <laughs> I mean, there's not really a lot uh, more to say. I, I felt like we didn't really have a chance as soon as I found out it was about speed. I'm like, oh, dear. We have mostly girls, which, you know, we're usually not as fast. And, um, you know, we had two guys to carry those sandbags. So what, what did we end up doing? Was there two guys with sandbags and then a girl with a sandbag? I don't even remember, but it was chaos. Yeah, I think everybody was yeah. like putting their whole heart into it, but dropping like flies. <clears throat> What are you going to say, Ryan? Yeah, I think uh, I think it, it took a lot longer than the episode showed because uh, <laughs> I was I was on the chasing tribe that ended up winning. So it was like we we're slowly, slowly getting closer and closer every lap. But there was a lot of laps which were not showing on there. <laughs> um, so even though we kept slowly gaining and gaining, our uh, which was our strategy was to keep pace, not run out of gas ourselves and just keep going, making closer and closer. It did take quite a while before we finally got close enough to uh, to actually to win it at the end, but did not yeah. give it enough. Ryan Elder, enough. Uh, Ryan flopping on the ground, Ryan Elder flopping on the ground is a lot more justified when the challenge takes more <laughs> yes. than 30 seconds. I wish we could like reshow footage at the same time and just show him flop because I remember being there and I look at Alex and I'm like this is so dramatic. <laughs> it's like we're <laughs> flopping on the ground. <laughs> and Lucas has a Luke has a camera like zooming in on him like going through it. I'm like Lucas, get the camera away from his face. The dude is like not okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, those bags. I and I put sand in those bags. I helped the challenge team prepare for this challenge. And let me tell you, I was holding it, but I was like, oh, God, I would hate to do this challenge. So I felt, I mean, poor Elizabeth was, like, chugging along with the bag and, like, this tiny. Like, I just felt bad for so many of you guys because you were really trying. But I also, like, as Elaine said, I think she said, like, her short little legs couldn't carry her that far. Like, it was really just, the team was, you guys are a very sharp, smart team. It's just maybe not running is, is the <laughs> ideal challenge for you guys. Uh, I, I loved it though. I felt, I felt, you know, you got to feel for them. And there's a great shot of James, this episode where he kind of gives like the face. And that's how I think the audience felt watching this. Um, but Brandon, uh, I have to say, I really loved the challenge last week. And I just wanted uh, you to mention the woman who donated the check so kindly in the challenge uh, where people sort of were split off into the prospective mm -hmm. tribes um, because she was so sweet and she was there to watch it all go down. Yeah, she um she's a family friend from um I went to Catholic school as a kid, so she's connected through like the Catholic school people um, that I went to school with. So she's just always loved live to give. Um, and uh, yeah, so she just was like, "Can I do something?" It was actually really on spot, and I didn't even know what to do with it. Actually, she goes, "Here's a bunch of checks I want to give," 
and I was like, do you want us, this is some fun background, I guess. Do you want, like, what do you want us to do with them? And she goes, just put them in a challenge. And I was like, okay. So I grab Alex and I'm like, dude, I have like 18 envelopes here. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> so we part it, we included it into the challenge because we were like, you know what? Some people might grab a ball and some people might grab a check and you never know like the, if the check could be like the thing that puts you over under that line. So, you know, we were kind of like, let's see if, you know, it does anything and kudos to the people that grab them. And um, yeah, her name's Sandy Knight. She's super awesome and she loves um, Lift Together. She like loves the cast too. Like she thinks you guys are like heroes for doing this. So um, it's super, super cool, super fun, good, good person, good heart. So. Uh and Ryan, you received one of those checks. Um, what motivated you to go for it in that challenge? Well, I don't know if anyone on the first go went for checks, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the second or third go. I was like, I should get make sure I get a check because I'm safe for three rounds. If I don't end up with a check here and I am on the losing tribe, I, would, I feel almost embarrassed because I'm here for my charity. I want to support my charity, and that's really my main goal. I'm safe, so I really have no excuse not to have a check in my bucket. So uh, it really turned to an important thing for me to make sure I had one um, in the yeah. end. And I got the biggest one, which was super exciting, too. <laughs> Lucky Ryan, of man. Of course you did. I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex says that Bergen strategically used his envelope to hide his higher point balls. Um, I think Cam was doing the same thing, but for different reasons. Um, and I just want to say, guys, uh, that I really love this episode's strategy. Like, first of all, we're going to talk about what happens on Mankato, but on, Ryan Ananoka, uh, you guys are digging through each other's bags. You've taken That's away me. poor Derek and lying to his face. So uh, just <laughs> to recap, Derek has an idol from the original Orange Tribe. Um, and he has been at the Orange Camp basically all day. And Lance astutely points out that Derek has been here all day. Maybe he found the idol. And uh, then there's some rummaging through a bag. Ryan, did you know this was happening in the moment? And uh, why couldn't you let Derek have his privacy? <laughs> uh, I did not know it was happening. Uh, it was a rumor going around that Derek had... No one knew for sure, and so uh, I'm assuming that's what they were talking about. Going to be sacked that somebody went through the bag and that's sure there. Um, so, but yeah, I was not involved in it. I don't know where I was, but I'm kind of glad I, I was involved. That's like, I don't even think you. I don't even think. Move. I don't think you're even in the footage of it, actually. I don't no, think you're, you're even at the camp. You must have been like at the bathroom no. or confessional or something. It was a confessional or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so uh, I have to bring this to, to Macy and Janicky. Macy, would you have gone through another person's bag to look for an idol? Is that something you thought about doing on this, this season? No, I don't think I would ever do that just because I don't think uh, I would want anyone doing it to my bag. So I don't think <laughs> I don't think I'd have the courage to do it. Janicky, would you do it? I don't think I would either. I don't <laughs> think I'd have enough. That's well, the thing. I don't think I have enough courage. <laughs> well, you know who does is Serena. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if you guys like this. I love that that Lance basically says it out loud and then makes Serena do it. That is one of the funniest parts of this uh, episode to me. Um, 
<laughs> let the record show. Yes, Cam was also not involved in the idol search. She's clear. Um, but this is a crazy mm-hmm. bit of information to have, considering that Derek is on the bottom of this tribe. Uh, Ryan, I'm curious from your point of view at this moment in time, uh, if Derek has an idol, did you know, was there a formulation of a plan to either distract him or potentially vote for somebody else? What was going on for you guys in terms of strategy? Um, well, I guess it was really something to take note of. Uh, since we won, we didn't go too deep into strategy. We are kind of kumbaya And actually, up until this point in the game, I had won every time. And so I hadn't been to tribal. So at this point for me, I was I was concentrating on making sure I had relationships for later in the game because the strategy wasn't too in-depth and I did not want to be the person who was safe and as soon as they're not safe, they have a huge target. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't the one throwing out names. I wasn't this big target um, doing all these crazy things because I was safe. I wanted to grow a, a strong you know, relationship base and then use that to go forward. So my concentration at this point, since there wasn't a lot of strategy going on, was to kind of stay away from the strategy and and concentrate on getting to know people better. Awesome. Uh, well, this is, you guys were such a messy tribe, but you're, you're very secretly messy and I love it. Whereas Macy, you went full public mess this episode and not in a bad way. I just say messes in, you said, what's the drama I can stir up around camp? I'm going to do it. So when you had lost the challenge, I'm curious for you, Macy, what you thought you wanted to do strategically going into the next sort of hour of strategizing before tribal council. What was your thought process like? that I was going to look for anyone who would write down someone's name other than my own. And right off the bat, I thought that I had a decent group, um, but we couldn't get a majority because we felt that Janaki, Elder, um, Elaine, and Megan all seemed like they were stuck with writing my name down. But then there was a few others that were like, I would write someone else's name down. And we were tossing out names. We were never really sure of who we would write down, it would depend on who that last person was that we would pull in. And, you know, it's so quick before you go to tribal. I never even got a chance to talk to Megan. And that was my one regret leaving Live to Give was, shoot, if only I would have had a chance to even talk to her to just pitch my idea. Maybe then things would have been different. But who knows? I mean, I think everyone was just happy that their name wasn't getting written down at this point. And Mm -hmm. so they were happy to write my name down. And um, I understood that going. So right when we got back from camp, we were all sitting in our circle and I said, all right, I know I'm on the chopping block, but I still want to talk to people. I still want you guys to know that I'll vote with you. I'll play with you if you give me the chance. And then we kind of split up after that. So. Brandon, is this what you would have done if you were in Macy's position? Oh, I would have been like hiding shoes and causing, no, I'm just kidding. No, I probably would have done the same exact thing. I mean, the thing is it kind of, the hard thing about time too is like you only have so much time. So it's like if that time runs up and you didn't get enough numbers or like split votes, like my favorite type of thing to watch go down is like when people plan to split a vote and then the people on the bottom, you know, kind of reverse that and come together. But that could have happened this episode, but it didn't, you know, things kind of went how they went. And I think Macy, like she said it in her exit confessional, she was like, 
um, people just don't want to make big moves. That's on them. Whatever. <laughs> I think that kind of sums it up. Like no one wanted to make a big move that round. And, you yeah. know, however that, you know, affects the game and affects the, their game on that try. But, um, yeah, no, it was sad. I mean, watching Savannah and Macy go back to back, obviously a great duo. Yeah. But kind of watching them, like, look helpless. That's, like, what killed me, too. Is like they just look, like like just sad because they know they're going and then there's elder who's like i'm safe i'm safe <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and i'm like he's so funny i was like elder yeah oh. like, you're safe elder <laughs> so. um angie has something to say Angie says it wasn't shown in the episode but macy fought her hard out to stay in before tribal she was close to convincing a couple of us she didn't go down without a fight now i know that the couple of those people were elizabeth and angie and, you know, we see Ryan talking about, like, oh, I just can't vote for Janicky. I'm curious, Maisie, who, seeing all this footage go, you know, happen again, is there somebody you think would have been a better target to maybe get Angie and uh, Elizabeth to potentially work with you, maybe even Ryan? Do you know? I mean, what is the... Is there any sort of regret when you look back on it? I would say the only thing, and I thought about this today, was I should have memorized who the original tribes were. Because once we started swapping tribes, I had no idea who was on the original tribes. I'm like, I have no idea who has relationships. Um, even though I watched all the past episodes of Live to Give, I had no idea who had connections in this game. And so that was one regret I had because, and then I didn't even know that Janaki and Elder were kind of a duo. Um, and Janaki, just so you know, I didn't throw out your name because I was gunning for you. I threw out your name because I didn't know who else to throw out. I'm like, this is, I mean, and, and I you can't throw out the people that you're talking to, obviously. So that left Elaine, Janaki, Campbell, Elder, and Megan. And, you know, Megan's a very likable person. Everyone kind of just wanted her in their group. And so I'm like, okay, well, Janaki's good competition. And so was Elaine. I mean, I could see both mm. of them as threats. And so I'm trying to throw out people that I think would be more of a threat than myself. Yeah, a very good strategy. Janaki, uh, I'm curious how you, first of all, Janaki, I have a question. I, I don't know if you remember this, but this is what I remember. First of all, the Purple Tribe, all haven't found the aisle yet. I just want to make that very clear. You guys have, it's it's there. It's at this camp that you guys are strategizing at and nobody has found it at this point. But Janaki, I remember there was a rumor going around that people thought that because Elder had stayed at this camp for the longest period of time that he had it. Do you remember this rumor flying around? No, I thought from my original tribe, um, when I started with Elaine, Lance, Carter, and Elder and Elizabeth, yeah. I had thought that Carter had the idol, oh. but we didn't know because, again, I kind of did what I did in season three when Daniel kind of went off on his own. And I'm just like, he's got the idol. He's got the idol, you know, <laughs> like he found the idol. So I just kind of made that assumption myself that maybe Carter's got the idol. Like he wandered yeah. off a couple of times. He said he was going to the bathroom, but, you know, Either he drank a lot of water or he was actually out there searching for an idol. So I just kind of, I didn't hear a rumor about Elder maybe having it. I just assumed in my head that maybe Carter had it from that first. Yeah. It was there. I hit it. And I I, I watched <laughs> you guys ignore that. I was, I was just like, God, like Macy submit. It's right there. Uh, I was looking until the last I second I was looking. You hit it good. Crushing. Well, 
I also, uh, what I love about this episode is we really get to see that maybe there's this group of eugenic Elaine and Elder, but Elizabeth is sort of splitting off and Elizabeth wants to do what Elizabeth wants to do. <laughs> I love that about her so much. I love Elizabeth. But Janicki, from your perspective and getting to see this back, um, did you know, A, that Elder had your back kind of as much as he did? And B, did you know that Elizabeth didn't have your back as much as she didn't, I guess? Um, Elder, yes. Just because we had a lot of individual conversation um and a lot of individual conversation with elaine um i think i don't think a lot of it got shown from the first couple episodes but um i knew that because i actually had approached elder first when this whole thing started and you know just it was just like i want to work with you you know let's do this kind of thing and initiating that first conversation and being able to be on the 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 same side of the vote throughout he's kind of proved his loyalty you know and so i knew i had elder and he was safe so what i did knowing that he was safe was i worked my butt off like making sure that i could trust him 100 percent and making sure that he had my back um <laughs> elizabeth i feel like she you know she's kind of she's in that middle but i knew that part of me knew that she did have my back a little bit because we did start on an original tribe and you're in that point of the game where you still want to be open and you want to hear other people's conversations, but you still want to also kind of go back to those original relationships that you made. Just kind of what Elaine said, like at the tribal council, you know, she had made a comment saying like, you know, she goes, I look at it as those are those relationships that I had from the beginning. And so I think that's with Elizabeth, but I think Elizabeth was more open to hearing other possibilities. But she kind of went back to that stayed with that main tribe. Mm. Um, Ryan, I, I have a question for you, because we're two swaps in at this point, And you haven't worked with a lot of people because you haven't been on the same tribe as them. But you did work with people like Elder in the last round. And I'm curious for you, Ryan, like who you really trusted uh, from the previous swap tribe uh, that, you know, some of them ended up on your tribe, some of them were split off. And you're in this big sort of group uh, of people that it seems like you're working with. But I want to know from you, who did you feel good with uh, coming from one tribe to the next? The person I thought was I mean, uh, I would say James with. because he's here now, I, but... Yeah, actually, yeah, I was going James. Uh, <laughs> I was actually on a tribe with him uh, the whole time. And uh, he was the first person I reached out to to work with. Um, and I watched him get the idol um, in an earlier episode. So I knew he had an idol. Um, so I felt pretty close and comfortable with James. So he was easily the one I trusted the most. Um, and beyond that, uh, I, I'm kind of glad it's not being shown in the edit. I jumped around who it was. I, every round they ask you, who are you working with? And it was always James and a different couple people. And I think it changed every single round because there was never any votes to prove anything. And then I would get, uh, there's some paranoia that maybe they're just working with me cause I'm safe. And so they want to get on my side. So I never knew who to trust or what at this point. So James was really the one I was super confident with. And I was very questioning of most other people. 
I love it. I mean, you guys were a great dynamic duo. I- I'm curious, Ryan, who on any of the tribes you didn't get to work with, is there anybody that you do wish you had gotten to work with? Do you wish that maybe Macy and Savannah had collected a couple more balls and ended up on the winning tribe? Like, what what did you want to happen and who were you ideally wanting to work with that maybe you didn't get a chance to? Uh, one I really wanted to work with was uh, Elaine um, because um, my, well, my fiance now, her brother is good friends with, um, oh no, I'm going to blank on her name, someone from her season. And she had reached out mm-hmm. saying some insider information from that season um, to tell Elaine to get her to trust me right away. So I was like, oh, this is so perfect. I can go in and I can be like, oh, Elaine, I know, you know somebody. Yeah, Chelsea Walker. That's who it was. Chelsea Walker. Brandon, go, Brandon like, is just letting her. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's the one who reached out to me going like, oh, tell her that you got, I got voted out because the I didn't go get wood with her one day. And so... Um, I was really hoping to talk to Elaine and be like, hey, I know I have a connection to Chelsea Walker. I wanted to use that and and did not get the chance to. So uh, that was one that I was hoping to be in the same tribe of of, up until this point, but did not. Mm. Um, And same question for you, Macy. Who did you not get a chance to work with that maybe you wanted to through the game? Hmm. Um, I wanted to work with Carter. He came up to me at the social and was already like making gameplay. And so I was like, oh, sweet. I think I already have someone that has my back. And then also Serena, we connected at the social. So anyone that I felt like I had already formed a little relationship with before the game, I wanted to play with. Um, but obviously I didn't get the chance with everyone. Um, and I, but I, but I am glad I did get to be on a tribe with two people that I, you know, like we talked about Savannah and Daniel, who I formed a strong relationship with at the social. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janet, is there anybody that you haven't gotten to play with yet in this season that you were looking forward to potentially playing with? Um, James, actually. Mm. Um, you know, I, I had volunteered on his um, season and then so I got to I got to watch him win his season um, with Carter and I was really hoping that I could have been with James kind of right away um, and just kind of you know kind of use that and because I knew he's a he's a strategic player and I know that with him winning you know he might have some tricks up his sleeve and I could maybe learn a thing or two from him so um, he was definitely someone you know that I really wanted to work with this, so uh, Alex says Slay Rena and Slay C would have been iconic. Oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. And Macy, you look radiant, which, James, you're not wrong. Macy looks great. I, I have to say, uh, <laughs> Macy, I, I want to know a little bit more about your relationship with Savannah. She mentioned last week that you guys connected about softball and you guys really sort of felt like a sort of sisterly duo. Um, and you had so much power on the last tribe before this. Um, were you, I, I'm curious for you what your thought process was of a moment that I really loved watching happen, which is you had told Savannah, you have to write my name down. And like, that's what you got to do. Don't not write my name down. That was a very like great, yeah, so early so sad. Survivor. <laughs> it's very devastating. 
but a great sort of move, I thought, uh, just, you know, in terms of friendship. So uh, Macy, I want to know a little bit more about that moment for you. Mm -hmm. um, well, my mindset was, you know, either of us can go out and we don't want it, even though everyone kind of knew we were a duo, we don't want it to seem like we're undyingly loyal to one another. And so if we both wrote each other's names down, it doesn't look so much like, oh, we're not willing to vote for other people. And so that was kind of the strategic play, but also I didn't want to write her name down and I knew she didn't want to write mine, but I was like, we'll both feel better if we write each other's name down. And she was like, this is stupid. I was like, just do it. Um, and so that was kind of one of those things because we, we didn't want to vote each other out, um, but we are like, okay, if we both do it, we'll feel better about it. Brandon, uh, any other thoughts on, on this like, scramble of the Mankato tribe. I mean, I thought it was really effective gameplay all around. It was just that there was this big group that knew what they wanted to do and what they wanted to do was vote out Macy and they had the, the supposed to do it. What did you think watching it back? Because Brandon, you don't get to experience any of the, the crazy camp life until you watch no. it back on the and screen. The, you know what's so crazy is this is the first year I never went to the camps like before every other year i'd been in the camp so i'm like even filming some of the confessionals in the past seasons are like confessionals <laughs> i filmed right so all this is just feeded information so now i'm like going through you know and helping edit with hunter and luke and dom and everyone and so it's funny because now i'm seeing like what i was actually being told like it was like all these little conversations running around everywhere like Janaki's talking to Elaine, but then Elder walks up and they get quiet. Well, then Janaki walks off and grabs Daniel, and then Elder's trying to come back to Janaki, and Janaki's like, hold on. And so it's funny to watch like the chaos of them scrambling um, because I thought they were so together, but all it, you know, all it could have took was one, you know, conversation to go wrong or something and that to happen. But I mean, so honestly, Savannah and Macy were super smart. And it, I mean, in your in the defense of you guys, it was probably a smart move to get rid of them. Like me, like Janaki said, like Macy, if you go to the merge, you're like going to the end. So you need to go now. <laughs> but that's what James yeah. was saying all, all these episodes. Yeah. Macy, did so. you know how big of a threat James considered you to be? Uh, no, I thought he was <laughs> probably the biggest threat, honestly. <laughs> Um, so we were both just wrong. eyeing each other the whole time. I don't know, but I, I did want to work with James as well, just because I knew how well he had done previously. And then the amazing race, I'm like, well, this guy knows how to win competitions and I want him on my side. Um, but yeah, I guess I didn't think anyone thought I was a threat. Um, but I also tried to strategically pretend like I knew nothing about Survivor. And I did see some people were questioning, does she even know anything? And I'm like, yes, it worked. But I didn't, I also didn't want to seem like an airhead. So I was kind of trying to balance that. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody can say that you came across as an airhead this season. <laughs> um, now, Alex is dying to know, uh, have you spoken to Savannah since the season ended? Uh, Savannah's on the jury, but you're not. Did you get a chance to speak to her uh, at any point after this season? Yeah, well, I actually talked to her right away after I was voted out. We were like, that was stupid. Um, but then we've connected through Instagram as well. and We've chatted. And so we're just waiting to get together again, probably through Live to Give, um, to meet up and talk again, reconnect. And I'm excited to reconnect with everyone, actually. Yes, it, this is a fantastic cast. I mean, Brennan, you know that, but like such a great, amazing group of people. Um, so I want to ask Ryan, um, 
Ryan, Anoka's safe right now. You're chilling. You're chilling on the big tarp, everybody around it. Uh, my question for you is who would you want to vote out next? Should you go to tribal council with this group? Who are you looking to get rid of? Maybe what was your game plan going forward? Is it getting rid of the favorites or the famous? Is it you know, getting rid of old orange or old purple? Like what was going on for you in terms of strategy? Um, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I, I definitely was not really looking at fans versus favorites versus famous. I kind of kind of threw that out the window at this point because there were so many other connections that I were more important and that held stronger that I was not really pinpointing a certain one at any point. Um, so it definitely would not have been related to that. Um, I, I don't I guess I don't know. I'd, I'd be just guessing a, uh, throwing out a random name at this point. I don't know. That, yeah. That, that's what was so funny right to me. watch is like, you guys, like Ryan hadn't been to it, Carter hadn't been to a tribal, James hadn't been to a tribal yet. And uh, just watching everyone chill and then like asking them like super strategic questions, like your confessionals were so relaxed and so calm. And then it's like, you shoot to the other, you shoot to like Cam's confessionals, who was going to tribal like 10 times in a row. And he's like pacing back and forth. It's like, can you just sit down and finish your confessional? It's he, his brains, your brains are going so fast. And then I, it's like, I love the confessionals from like Ryan James yeah. and Carter. Cause they're like, you know, we want to, we won the seventh challenge in a row and you know, we're eating our s'mores, and I have four Yeah, Carter safeties. just counting on his fingers how many challenges he's won, just whatever. Yeah, uh -huh. it's, yeah, yeah. I love, yeah. Yeah, and at this point, too, I, I, we hadn't been to a tribal, so I wasn't confident in anybody I was working with. And so I was still kind of trying to play everybody and be close to everybody. And so I wasn't trying to get anyone out. It was more trying to get everybody to want to work with me and want to keep me around so my my mindset at at that point being safe was was i wasn't really thinking about making people leave it was making people be closer to me that was really what i was thinking yeah well um macy angie is dying to know <laughs> people are dying to know did you think the leaf was an idol an iconic gif thank you to alex who makes all the gifs um uh, do you think the leaf was an idol no, I knew it wasn't. I was being sarcastic because I had a strong suspicion someone already found the idol. Um, and then also or when we were going around camp, I kept saying, oh, dang, I thought there was an idol there, but there wasn't. And come to find out, people thought I was like being legit. Like, I'm not going to say if I find an idol. Obviously, I know that much about Survivor. <laughs> uh, cam says he's just chilling in his confessionals and Cam... I don't think you were ever chilling out there respectfully. Um, yeah. <laughs> My favorite is at the tribal where he idled. And I don't know if it was seen as like well in the footage, but I remember being there. I, Macy probably remembers this too. Cam like pulls out his idol and it says something like, but just can't trust people and like stares at Macy for like five seconds. And I'm like, wait, what is going on? And he brings me the idol and it was like, he had one vote. And I remember him just being like, Bah! he's like just so mad and i was like you were so upset and nothing happened <laughs> but i mean he, that's how you did not trust me i'll tell you how, what oh i will cam and i adore you at the same time you know how i host um <laughs> yeah so, 
Well, yeah, it was great. Just to jump back to that vote for a second, uh, that was a really funny vote because you guys were strategizing by the bathrooms. We had brought you all over. Tribal wasn't exactly ready. And I'm just like, I can see how intense everybody is in that moment. They just want to talk so badly. And I just got a camera and like the porta potties are behind me. And I'm like, all right, let's see what this is. And Macy, that was, I think, such a fun strategic scene to happen. And I was really watching you during that moment. I was like, damn, like everybody is just like, what is Macy, what do you want me to do in this moment? How did that feel for you, the, the last swap tribe that you were on, uh, where you and Savannah were really in the driver's seat? Yes, I wanted to stay on that tribe just a little bit longer, um, just because I did feel like Savannah and I had the edge on that tribe. Um, you know, then you had a couple people that were on the same tribe, like Katie and Cam, but they weren't getting along. And so it was like, okay, so they're not together. Really, we can do whatever we want. And we did. And it was kind of fun. Um, I don't know if this showed in the episode, but after the vote, uh, Cam had written my name down. We're standing in the circle. I'm like, who wrote my name down? And Cam was like, oh, I did. And I was like, what? Like, why? And he's like, I, I, and I asked him, I said, can I trust you? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, nope, can't trust him. Um, so, uh, but he didn't trust me either. And that's okay. So we didn't get to see where that would lead us, unfortunately, after the tribe swap. But it was definitely an entertaining tribe to be on. Um, well, hi, Savannah. Uh, I feel you. We were in such a good spot. Um, and yes, uh, Cam definitely in his defense. Uh, Derek and Macy, they were not giving up anything. For good reason, they were keeping that shit locked down to not give anything away. <laughs> and Jorge says, Macy going full Rupert wrote my name down. It's just um, the way oh at Tribal that he just went like this. Like a slow like head turn to look at Macy as he whips the idol out. And Macy's like, we're all voting Katie. Like, I just went. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, so I just want to ask you guys, is there any uh, moment we haven't talked about in the game that either you want to talk about or a fun memory from this weekend? It was so much fun. I mean, Brandon, you put on such a great event and experience from the players to the people helping out. Does anybody have a funny memory that, that comes to top of mind right now? Uh, I have one. The, there was oh, a, oh a challenge a couple times ago um, where I can't remember which tribe. It was Elaine's tribe. Forgot to bring the idol back. And so we didn't have the idol beforehand. We run through the whole challenge and her tribe ends up winning. And then we get the idol and she goes to bring the idol back so we can film you know, giving back the idol and so we can have it for the edit. Well, here we go to film it, bringing back the idol. Well, Elaine knows that they're about to win. So she, in the edit, is shown going up, going, I guarantee we're going to win this one back. And meanwhile, it was hilarious because she knew that the whole time that she was about to win it. So I thought that mm -hmm. was so funny and so genius on her part. It's mm -hmm. like, I wish I would have thought of that because that – uh, is a good example of how funny Elaine can be sometimes. Oh my God, I remember that. Brandon, do you remember that? No, I really don't. It's when you the, the hosting the challenges are so chaotic that I don't remember a lot. Like there's vivid moments I remember, like specifically um, 
like the when the saran wrap was going on and Serena and Megan were going through it. Like they were getting angry at this piece of saran wrap paper. <laughs> like there's vivid moments I remember, but I don't remember every little thing that goes on because it happens so fast. And Alex is out there with me too. So we yeah. see a lot of different things. Do you guys remember when Serena used her teeth on the saran wrap and then Bergen had to pick it out of pick her teeth? Because I remember that. I was I, I that was challenge one. I was like, oh my god, this is a different experience. Like that was my first lift to give challenge. I was like, oh, y- y- you guys do it like this, huh? Like, oh no. <laughs> oh, does anybody else have a memory that comes to mind at the moment? I mean, you going. you already brought it up. Uh, I was in the porta potty next to Derek. And I don't, to this day, I'm, I'm just confused. This vote we were talking about where Cam played his idol wrong. We ended up getting Katie out. He whispers through the porta potty. Hey, see, <laughs> they're trying to get you out. I'm just casually peeing. And I'm like, they're trying to get me out? He goes, yes, you need to write down Katie's name. And I'm like, this is what I've been planning to do. I am so confused why we had to do it in the porta potty. <laughs> but... It ended up working out, but I was, it really got me paranoid. And I'm like, did he actually think they were trying to vote me out or was he trying to gain my trust? I still don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, that happened in the porta pies and then we walked out like nothing happened. <laughs> I can't, you know, I people, <laughs> Go ahead, people would be surprised at how many bathroom conversations go on, you know? Like my first initial reaction um, or interaction with Elder was at the bathrooms. You know, we were walking to the bathrooms. We went to the bathroom. We both walked over at the same time and continued to talk. So, I mean, people would be surprised how much strategic talk actually happens at the porta potties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Alex says, not a porta potty hit and run. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, God, all of all of us tribe handlers are like so desperately trying to keep you guys like not talking when we're not filming, and everyone, I call it, I call someone on the go, like, what? It wasn't me. It's like I know it was you. I know you guys are talking. Like I'm not <laughs> stupid. I know you guys are trying to talk to each other. I get it. But we're trying to make a TV show here, so shut up. Um, I love, I love all of you guys. I'm so glad you had a fun time. And Macy, we're so sad to see you go. Uh, but we love you and Savannah as a duo and your legacy lives on, uh, I guess, in Daniel trying not to go home. We'll see. Uh, my question, Macy, is can you remind us of the charity that you were playing for and uh, why you played for it? Yeah, I was playing for the Minnesota Armed Forces Service Center. And that was because Gary, who I filled in for, had already started his fundraising for that charity. And I got brought on a month before Live to Give. And so I was like, you know what? The easiest thing for me to do is to take on his charity. And I have such a love for our service men and women, our veterans. And so I thought this was a great charity to pick up. And I'm glad I was able to do that. Perfect combination. Um, Alex wants to know, would you ever play again? Great question, Alex. Macy, would you yes, ever play Yes, I already told Brandon. I said, if you ever need another fill-in, maybe like two months this time, I'll definitely play. <laughs> wow. says Macy's winning All-Stars. James says that she's winning Dynamic Duos. I, I guess we'll have to see. And yes, uh, a good strategy session. I hate that you've made me say that out loud, James. Strategy, <laughs> new one. Uh, I love these. Slacey, strategy. Good. Uh, 
Janaki, remind us once again what charity you are playing for this season. Uh, the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation. Awesome, um, awesome. Yeah. And uh, Ryan, you raised a ton of money for your charity. You won lots of extra goodies for all the fundraising that you did. Can you remind us of the charity that you raised your money for? Yes, I was playing for Minnesota Milk Bank for Babies. Um, I think it was mentioned in the show, but uh, it was actually, I of course, they were my charity for two years. And the week before, my best friend, his wife, him and his wife had a baby and she needed donor milk from my charity. So uh, it really made me focused in on the charity when we were there because it literally helped out my best friend. So it was kind of a small world coincidence that I had a connection to it so close to it. But uh, I guess I think it's just a great charity and they do a lot for uh, Minnesota, you know, milk bank stuff. So, yeah. Um, Alex has a question, Janaki. Did you have more fun in season three or I guess in season five without any spoilers? Did you have more fun? Which one? Um, it's hard to say. In season three, I had a lot of fun just because I came out super hard, just <laughs> blindside after blindside. Just, I played kind of a mean game. Um, but this season has been, I would have to say, a lot more fun just because I'm playing with a lot of really big threats and I'm playing with a lot of new people. So the dynamic of the season with the whole fans versus favorites versus famous brings a whole different level of gameplay and different styles. And um, it's a lot more fun. I think it's a lot more, uh, there's more headache, <laughs> more headache to the game this, this time than it was uh, the first uh, time I played. Um, and Brian, and this is a great question. So you were a fan. Did it live up to your expectations getting to play so far? Uh, yeah, I think it did. It. Uh, I mean, it's something that I think a lot of people dream of is, is playing Survivor. And this gives you a great taste of exactly what it's like. And, and I think it really, in, in a lot of ways, is more crazy because it's shrunk down so fast. Mm -hmm. So the strategy, it, there's no, like, time to sit and think and reflect it's go 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 and if you slow down you're in trouble so um yeah i think it totally lived up to my expectations and uh i yeah. think it's it, it's almost harder well brandon i just have to say before we go thank you for having me at the event but thank you for having such a wide network that creates such an amazing event for everybody the food like even just the feeding and the uh, everybody getting together. It really is such a special thing that we all get to share and partake in. Um, and so thank you and your family who are just so nice to us the whole weekend. It is really uh, a Brandon Nelson experience, I would say, is how I would classify Live to Give. I, uh, well, and also at the same time, like it's what you, we see from episodes, like I'm on the screen and whatnot and all that, but there's so many behind the scenes people and like our admin team has like six, seven people doing hard work and there's a, there's a lot of bodies that... Um, do this so um i just want to say thank you to them too because this is not me like i don't do all this right like this is this isn't everything i do um so the volunteers even the contestants like we wouldn't have this without you guys fun like this thing wouldn't be a thing so um the extra reward for me is just watching you guys be paranoid and 
blindsiding each other, I guess. So um, yeah, yeah, there's so many amazing people to thank for this too. Um, but thank you for that as well. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, well, Macy, I, I I hope that maybe your family said you were crazy if you didn't come play. Maybe one of them will join you for Blood versus Water of <laughs> to give it someday in the future. But Macy, it was really so much fun to watch you play Survivor. I hope you will play again. Um, and all all of you on this panel are so amazing, wonderful people. Um, and I just want to say thank you again to Live to Give team. Check out them on YouTube. Check them out on YouTube and Facebook and everywhere. Uh, and stay tuned for next week's episode. Is it coming out next week or the week after? I never know. This week. This week. This Ooh. Sunday. Sunday. Get yeah, we got a fun one. Pajamas. We got a fun day. We got a Sunday fun day coming up with this one. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Yes, I, so. this episode is not to be missed. Um, guys, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to Live Reality Games, and we will see you next yeah. time on the Recap Podcast. Have a great night.